What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. 193, 19 Trey. Yeah. We got a special connection with that number. You grew up on it. <laughs> <laughs> the nine tray. Nine tray, baby. Over east, baby. Let's over go. East. <laughs> nine tray over east. That's where we come from. Yeah. Well, over east, people know about that. Cal <laughs> Heights, baby. Cal <laughs> Heights raised me. <laughs> nine tray over east. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're in the middle of another mini vortex. It's not as bad as the one a couple years ago, but it's pretty bad. That is below zero temps right now as we um record this. Yeah, I'm it's inside, so thankfully I'm not out there. It feels, in that it mess. feels like feels like negative eight degrees. I'm like, yeah. uh, yeah, I won't be going out. I did my running yesterday, so I was like, yeah, I want to go out the house today. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, very cold out and. Just be careful because like it did snow again last night. I said for people who are in Chicago, it snowed a little bit. And you know when the temperature drops and it snows, it turns to ice. So I went and shoveled last night to get my um my drive, my parking space and all of that cleaned. Mm-hmm. I said I'm not getting stuck in that ice, so I went and shoveled <laughs> last night. Yeah. <laughs> I also checked on our mom, made sure she was good and everything. Yeah, she was good. <laughs> She told me when I talked to her, she was like, yes, and he came by and he, uh, he fixed it up. And she's like, yeah, he just had everything good for me. I'm like. Yeah, just came and cleared it off. I said, because this shit is going to be ice tomorrow. So let me do it right now while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping like, well. This one is not supposed to last long. I think Tim's supposed to return to normal um, in a day or two. So I hope so. But we are in a mini vortex. Because I'm like, Groundhog's Day just happened. So I'm like, so did the Groundhog see a shadow? Or do we care about that? I think I talked about that. (laughs) I talked about that on my radio show. I was like, did he see a shadow? Or do people even care about that? Shout out Cinema Sans, who did do a Groundhog's Day episode. Phil Biloxi, wasn't that his name? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, Pox and Tommy Phil, whatever. Pox and Tommy Phil, yeah, the little. Great movies, Bill Murray. It was the last move, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis project. Harold the last Ramis. time they worked together, I think they had a falling out during that. And um, and Bill, like to this day, still regrets that because I don't think they ever spoke again. Yeah, man. died. I might have made up on his deathbed or something like that. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, but all right. the time that was wasted though. Yeah. In between, mm-hmm. you could have had like 20 years where you could have reached. You know, long, yeah, going back to Stripes, one of my favorite movies. Like um. Which is a classic. I don't know if you ever saw Stripes. It's like, it's like if Police have, Academy, but it's for the army. That's what it was like. If I have, it's a, it was like maybe like so long ago that like I forgot what the movie yeah. was about. I would do like rewatch. Hey, if you've seen Police Academy, you know it's of about course, the, new, yeah. the new cadets. That's what Stripes was, but for the army though. Mm-hmm. It's based Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, John Candy, Judge oh. Reinhold. It's like it had a hell of. A oh, movie. okay. I'm so now. I'm not trying to see the stream it somewhere. Now I'm sold. You said John Candy. Might be on Amazon. I don't know. Yet. Yeah, you said all oh, them, and you said Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. That's like. Nice. Billy, right? Wasn't that Billy? Billy. Yeah. Billy, yeah. Billy, 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 Billy. Yeah. 
He also played um in the fast times he got caught jerking off in. Oh yeah, well, he was <laughs> Brad. I was like, what's his name? Is Brad? Brad on fast times. He saw her when she took the top off, and he was like, ah. And then she walks in like. <laughs> her face is like just horrified. Like, that was great acting by her, by Phoebe Case. Her face was just horrified. Doesn't anybody ever fucking knock anymore? <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. She came on damn near 40 years ago. That's crazy. Movies that wouldn't get made now. <laughs> Ding. Oh, fast time is definitely not getting all the, all the underage world, like underage sex and that. Underage. A lot of them were closer to 30, but <laughs> what you call it? Uh, the one, um, uh, what was it Mike Damone? He was about a little bit younger than I am now. <laughs> he was like almost age I am. Forrest Whitaker was like 25 in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> remember when I first watched it I was like oh that's not the father I thought Mike Damone was like a father talking to his he's son talking to the rat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like wait a minute he's a high school student I was like dude look about 35 <laughs> wait, wait a minute those that don't know Fast Times at Ridgemont High it came out in the early 80s like 80. typical yeah, yeah 80s no high teen movie yeah, yeah. teen but, movie yeah. There's some um not another team movie um pair like they stole um they they parodied some parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. 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 They did some um some of the stuff they got from that movie, but it was um it was good. Like I said, it was, it was hilarious though to me. It was one of my early um. It might have been one of the first R-rated movies I saw. I remember that. The top movie I say that wouldn't get made is uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Absolutely that would never not. Made. Yeah. Ding survey says <laughs> that would never get made. In today's climate and the Me Too and all that. Way too controversial. Cause they took it off of everything. It's not even streaming nowhere anymore. Hard to find nerds anywhere. <laughs> so like unless you just have it on DVD or something, then nerds. <laughs> nerds. What's, ogre, what's ogre doing right now? <laughs> ogre. <laughs> about seven years old now. <laughs> it's probably about that. <laughs> Cause they were old. Wow. Stan Gable, baby, let's go. What's the name, Tan McGinley? <laughs> oh, uh, we're talking about old stuff. Did you hear about a reboot that's coming? Did you see a trailer for this reboot? Clucky Brewster is coming back. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw the reboot. It's going to be on Peacock TV. It's going to be on. They dig it in the fucking um, archive. Yeah, they, they, they already got the, the um, Saved by the Bell um, reboot is already on. Which I watched the first episode on YouTube. I don't have Peacock, free, but I have it for free on YouTube. That's to try to get you to subscribe. We give you the first episode free if you want to watch the rest. And you got mm-hmm. and, um, it was better than I thought. The Saved by the Bell was better than I thought. It was, um, it was kind of mockumentary style where they were kind of making fun of how ridiculous Bayside <laughs> it was like it was like the um the current that was making fun of like that school like, so. and how could you not like um uh Mark Paul Gossler being uh, back as Zach Morris who's still trash yeah, and he's governor. the governor, governor. they gotta do the uh, come on now, come on funny you die governor Zach Morris is trash it writes itself man <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do the new episodes, man. Come Governor. on. Governor Zach Morris is trash. My question is like, who would have voted for Will? We saw it. Will, uh, Donald will, Trump won. Well, that's it with the former <laughs> Will. Let me, the former president we had, Will. Let me, let me rephrase that. I was like, who would vote for I'm Zach? I actually see Zach, Mark Paul Gosler becoming governor, not just Zach Morris. <laughs> I could well, 
Uh, Schwarzenegger was the governor. Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura was the Jesse governor. Jesse Ventura. <laughs> the body. <laughs> so, I mean. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Punky is back because I saw the trailer and uh, it's her, uh, Sheree Johnson is back. They brought the original. Ca- I think I saw Sheree as a podcast and she mentioned something yeah. about that. And, I, you know, you think people are talking shit, so they actually did it. Because Sheree mm-hmm. got a podcast and she mentioned something about, yeah, we could be, could be down for a reboot. Because I think that they're really good friends in real life. Like her and uh, Soleil Moonfry are good uh, friends. Yeah, I think Sharia on her podcast was talking about a punky And uh, it's basically just following punky. Like she's recently divorced and she has um, three kids, I think. And then she meets a child who needs to be adopted or something. So so you got to have the whole orphan thing. So I think think it's like that's that's what it is. But now she's still trying to navigate her newly single life. And her ex-husband is um, Freddie Prince Jr. is her ex-husband. Okay. So, like, he's in there, and I think that they, like, they get complicated because it's like she still has feelings for him. And so it's like, you know, it's like basically exploring that, like, a recently divorced, but I'm trying to navigate my newly single life with raising these kids, and then I meet this other kid, and then my ex-husband is still in the background. So it's just kind of like, that's what it is. But, I mean, it sounds interesting. I mean, I, I did enjoy Punky Brewster as a kid. I enjoyed watching Punky Power, you know, like who you know, did And they even, that show actually was huge because they even had, a, had his own cartoon series. A lot of people don't know if you remember that. Punky Brewster mm-hmm. had an animated series too. That, so, um, yeah. That's how big the show was. Anytime, yeah, you, go, anytime you get created in animated form, you're huge. <laughs> yeah. like the show actually, did, it wasn't just the, um, the sitcom. They actually did a Saturday morning cartoon version of that show too. Mm-hmm. That's how big Punky Brewster was. Yeah. I wasn't a big Punky Brewster fan like that, but I do remember it had a fucking cartoon. Like I, like, <laughs> I know I didn't imagine that. <laughs> I remember in the nineties, like when they had a syndication, like uh, we would come home from school and we would watch it because they had a syndication. So I like I would like hurry home. No, you know they would bring it back. I was like, definitely oh, over it by then. <laughs> I didn't even watch I was, it. Like, in the, 80s, the original. I was maybe, like ten, twelve, or whatever. I so kind of like, looked, but I wasn't a big Punky. <laughs> I would look. Yeah. I was more of a different strokes and like that was my show. I watched that. What else did I watch? Um Family Ties, I watched um what else? Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of all the shows I watched. The the sitcoms from the eighties that I was a fan of. Eighties sitcoms. <laughs> of course the Cosby show. We all watched that shit. It's like yeah. um what else was on? Growing Pains, I watched that. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere, like I watched a lot of that shit back in the day. <laughs> what else did I watch? <laughs> Huh? Benson. <laughs> Benson. Mom, my mom was more of a Benson fan. I used to look at it with her, but Benson was bomb. Mom was watched bald. soap, so she would um she got me into Benson. Soap was hilarious. I got into soap in the nineties when um they did a marathon on Nick at night. night. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, this show is hilarious That's because where the I had never heard of it. Came from, yeah. And Billy Crystal, like him playing Jody, like that, he was just hilarious. Which I said I don't think that would get made today because absolutely you can't have <laughs> you know, the way flamboyantly gay characters. Yeah, it's, it's like Hollywood from Mannequin will be offensive now. <laughs> 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 Another eighties movie, Kim Cattrall and Mannequin. <laughs> Mannequin was awesomely bad. Like I need to make the list of like all my awesomely bad like 
movie slash sitcom. Yeah, let's just go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, like it's beyond the fucking dumb shit. Yeah, it's our <laughs> podcast. We don't have to talk about current shit. We can do it. We do a whole episode just talking about dumb shit. I'm fine. With <laughs> we need some lightheartedness. Like in the world, sometimes, like I mean, we are. We'll probably like, dip our toe in current events, but I'm having fun talking about mannequin and funky. Keep on saying we are over there and dumb shit like that. We start out in the middle of a pandemic. So, I mean, it is a lot of emotional things that are going through people. So, it's good to just laugh at silly stuff sometimes. It's because mm-hmm. you will lose your sanity if you don't do it. You will. You'll be like, mm, I don't like we're here. Mm-hmm. Like, no, just do something silly. Do something stupid. It's okay to make fun of um, vice versa and shit. <laughs> Wish I had. I was See, an actor. What's it comes full circle with starring George Reinhold <laughs> and Fred, yeah, Fred Savage, Savage and um, what the year? Fred, ah. starring starring Judge Reinhold, Fred Savage with a special appearance by Naima. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Ariana. So now I'm about to watch it. I'm gonna show Ariana. Like, who is that? <laughs> you gonna blow her mind and shit. She's like, is that me? <laughs> like, I don't remember doing a movie. <laughs> Like, who's that baby? Like, you look like me. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> like, like, pictures of me when I was little. Like, who's that? That's me. I'm like, no, that's mommy. Because there's a scene at the Field Museum in front of the elephants, and if you look closely, you see Naeem. Like, <laughs> five or six in that scene. <laughs> Looking like Ariana. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let's just go down that rabbit hole like movies we were in. Wildcats. <laughs> Wildcats. It's a sport of kings. Better than diamond ring. Football. Uh, Elliot English. Elliot English was about 29 Woody, years Woody old. Woody Harrelson. Um, <laughs> Goldie Hawn. Um, who else is in that? Nipsey Russell and shit. Nipsey <laughs> Russell. He played the principal. Yeah. The Tin <laughs> Man. He played the principal. The Tin <laughs> Man. <laughs> from the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who else was in that fucking movie? Um, um, I named most of the big names, but um, I know Elliot English played one of the cheerleaders who was Aunt Helen from the fucking Helen from Jamie Foxx. and Wesley Snipes. That's the first movie I actually saw. Wesley and was that? And then I think that came out before Major League. I think Wildcats was the first thing I uh-huh. saw. Yeah. And then we saw him in the Bad Video after that. Like yeah, which also came after Wildcat. Yeah. Wildcat was like eighty six, so came that like kind of launched him. <laughs> that kind of like projected him because it's like, okay, oh, that was the guy that was in Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Then we just started seeing Wesley Snipes, and he was Neil Brown. Like, you no, know, just a couple of years, just a few years after <laughs> that, he's like, I never liked you anyway. Pretty much, pretty motherfucker. Motherfucker. Yeah, was, yeah, like, you never know Brown. how. It's just like it's like four years after Wildcats. Five years later, he's like crazy. Neil Brown. <laughs> you never know how close you are to like to um, fame. It's like. Right. Just, just one of the t- um, players on the Wildcats team. <laughs> what Wildcats was is um she um Goldie Hawn was she was the female coach that coached the um boys bat football team, mm-hmm. and they put her in the hood to try to break her. They put her in the oh, inner cool. city. They didn't, they didn't send her to the nice um the nice school district. They didn't send her to Lincoln Park. Yeah, they no. sent her to the hood. Yeah, <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> of course, they give her a hard time. It's like especially like. Most of the, so of course, most of the players on the team who were black is like they go like this is a skinny little white chick. They skinny like, white girl. And, and then Goldie is like goofy, you know. She always is like, yeah, mm-hmm. she was goofy. So, but then eventually, yeah, she wins them over, and then the team actually becomes good because the team was horrible too. That's another thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the team was trash. So like that's why they put her there too. 
then the team actually they start catching on, and then uh, eventually the final scene, which we were in the big game at the end. The thing that I remember about that scene, though, even though it was supposed to be they filmed that shit in July, July, August, July, like August, July and August when they filmed that. It was so in Chicago. Hot. You know, in summertime Chicago, shy. Y'all know summertime shy, man. So it was probably like ninety degrees, and then we had to have yeah, all like, winter coats, scarves, hats, and like gloves. And shit, we, like, like, like you know, football champions. It was like fall. It was like November or whatever. Yeah, so, we like this. We sitting there. Go team. But I remember that as a kid because I was small. I can say it was like eighty-five, right when they shot that. I remember we fucked up. We sat yeah. on the wrong side. We mm-hmm. sat on the loser side, so we were on the the side of the uh, album. Of the good, the 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 the, the quote unquote good, good, team. good team, underdog team was Goldie's team. We were on the other side, so had right. we gone on that side, we probably would have got more camera time. Like we happened to see it on the wrong side. On the wrong side, yeah. you know, a high school foot like, well, you didn't have a high school team at chess, but yeah, the high school football they do um separate the sides. Yeah, right. You got your home team and you got the road team. team yeah, mm-hmm. so they have like Kenwood and then like. Hyde Park, yeah, like they'd be on the opposite side. Y'all rivalry, y'all rivalry with Hyde yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I would have actually, so if I actually sat on the Hyde Park side by accident. That's what that would have been like. <laughs> so we sat on the wrong side. I remember that about the scene that we all uh, were on the wrong side. I was like, yeah, we should have sat over there. We could have got on camera more. You know, they I had all. Hot. I do remember that we were hot. I we do were remember so that. hot that day too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very hot. Mm-hmm. And then another movie was there. Bueller, Bueller. Um, um, <laughs> twist and shout scene, the parade scene. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know the scene. Twi- twist and shout, the twist and shout scene. That's um, which is probably the only scene that had black people in it. Which is why they used us in that. <laughs> Them John Hughes movies were white as hell. I'll give you that. I grew up watching all of those, but it wasn't a lot of us in those movies. Huh? We, were to, uh, we were there to uh, to say damn shit in this whack. <laughs> but they joked about it, not another teen movie. We were, like, we were there, me? like we were I'm just a Colgan black guy. Yeah, we were there for coolness. Mm-hmm. Like we just like we don't add anything. Like um, like I said, I know we go a little bit off the rails or whatever, but it's our damn podcast. We weren't in this movie, but Teen Wolf. When they had like when he was like break dancing and like so I, read, I read an article about Teen Wolf is like <laughs> um they see Teen Wolf was um him being a wolf was like supposed to be like race it's like it was like a subtle race movie it was so he found out he was half, he half wolf. wolf and then when he finds out he's half wolf he can, well, play, he basketball can play basketball now he can break dance it's like <laughs> all the the white girls want to be with him now the blonde she's like oh, oh yeah. Never I like been, you because you're, never been, you're a wolf. Never been with a wolf before. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so we know what we know what. And the, of course, the, um, the, the um, of course, the cocky bomb. He wasn't a blind, but like Zabka really should have played the bomb. <laughs> He's like, yeah, stay away from her, you freak. Yeah, <laughs> stick with your own kind. You know, stick with your own kind. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, we heard. Kind. <laughs> but you've heard, it's Black History Month. It's February, so yeah. <laughs> like I mean, would you ever sit with your own kind? Stay away from her, you freak. Yeah, like basically. <laughs> but I mean, symbolism has always been like that in movies. And then, because- um, and then like, but he decides he doesn't want to be so through his grit and grind with my whiteness. We can win this because like he doesn't turn into the wolf at the end when they really need him in the championship game. He's like, we don't need the wolf. <laughs> We can do this. I can do <laughs> Go this. Go team, yeah. <laughs> Shoot it, fat boy. <laughs> yeah, this was Francis, Francis. Pee Wee's big adventure. Flash, he played um, 
John Wayne Gacy in that movie. Years about, later. Like, years, years and years later. later where he way, this is way after Teen Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> Because I was like, wait a minute, I said, that Francis where I saw the box? <laughs> he was on an episode of Seinfeld. I'm trying to remember what that was. I remember, <laughs> I don't remember which episode. I remember Francis was on there, and I was breaking shit. I was like, that's Francis. <laughs> like, probably like, like 10, 12 years after. Like, this is all so it was like in the 90s. For, for no reason. Francis. It was like, it, yeah, he wasn't even like a main character. He was in like one scene, but it was Francis, definitely. I remember. I love seeing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. my, my aha moment was when I was watching the S- episode of SVU, because I love Law and Order, one of the older episodes. And you know who was on it? He was playing a creep. It was Kevin's brother from Home Alone. Okay. The one who ate his pizza. And I was like, wait a minute. I said, that's, that's Buzz. So I was like, that's Buzz. And like, that was my aha moment, because I'm like, what's Buzz doing there? It just ruined my childhood, because then he was like really like a creepy guy. He's and- actual creepy. Right, I was like, this is ruining my childhood. Like, Buzz wasn't like, like that at home alone. He was just a regular teenage boy. But then, you know, now he's like a creepy guy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it is funny when you see actors who were, like, iconic in earlier works, and then they're just like... Speaking of earlier works, let's go to my first movie, The Toughest Man in the World, a movie you probably never heard of. Me, you, and, and Feast are uh, probably the only people in the world that know about what this movie is. <laughs> You see the face I made. It wasn't even. I think it was like an after-school special. Damn, it wasn't even really. It was, a an movie. It was like a made-for-TV. It's like that. It's like a, t- a two-hour after-school special and shit, starring Mr. T. Filmed here in Chicago. Like mom got us in the movie somehow, and I actually have um, I have some pretty good camera time in that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I is Mark Billy Green, and I actually stepped on the mark. Mark like. I is Mark like. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> we found it at one point it was streaming on Amazon. It was on Amazon and I watched it. <laughs> and they and took, they took it down. It. They hated on me. They took it down. <laughs> Marcus and I, we watched it. It was it was up there for a while too, for about a year. That shit was streaming for like a while. <laughs> we found it. We, well, you told me that and then I went and I found it. And then Marcus was like, Yeah, let's watch it. So then we watched it. <laughs> I showed mom the shit too, because she hasn't seen it probably since the eighties. <laughs> Like, oh, toughest man! Yeah, wow, yeah. he was like us with it looking in the camera. He was like, "Wow, just wow!" Like the way he was like staring at the camera. It was tremendous. Your acting was awesome. My early acting days, I was probably like a little older than Ari when that shit came out, <laughs> like the early eighties. Billy Green. <laughs> it was an after school special. Yeah, that shit is um. What's the fucking plot of that? Shit? I, I I don't feel like breaking. Wasn't it there. like a youth center or something that he was? It's doing the Tirana Youth Center, yeah. Youth center. He and had to get funding for his youth center because they were about to shut it down, and so um they have this tough man contest coming. The the first prize is like a hundred grand or some shit like that. That would fund his youth center, obviously. Yeah, so he enters and shit. He gets the help from the fucking neighborhood kids, like. Uh, Billy Green is like um the street kid. It's, it's a whole, I don't feel like explaining the whole plot, but um, he's like a street kid that he saves and shit. Like that he brings him in to like. Terrible. Yeah. That's what the plot was. The movie was just terrible. I probably could break it down. I just don't have time. The podcast is only an hour long. <laughs> I start breaking that shit down. Like I'm, I'm all over the place trying to describe that. And then your other movie went in was Big Shots. Darius <laughs> McCrary. <laughs> But I was supposed to have a line in it, but the line got cut. 
I'm still in that shit. I'm wearing my members only jacket and everything. Yeah, you see me in that shit. I love that Marcus damn jacket. <laughs> Marcus and I found that too when we watched it. We watched Big Shots. <laughs> my members only jacket on. Like, like this is the Oz special. We're going to find all the movies that Oz was in. We're going to watch all this work. <laughs> my 80s work when I was a kid. <laughs> that was terrible. Another movie I don't remember the plot of. <laughs> Big Shots. Another one, they were in a youth, they were in a fucking orphanage or some shit. And I, I know his name was Scam, and he was like a street hustler, like he like ran numbers, and he was like a, a kid. I'm who assuming like, that the um the little white boy he was with was a runaway. I, I'm thinking that's how they met. I'm assuming he had to be a runaway or some shit like that. Because I don't see um I know Scam was like the street tough, and then the other kid might have been a runaway, and then they were like working together and shit. And they found a fucking dead body at some point. It was like all over the place. What? I'll watch yeah, it. I don't like, remember that now. Like, cause we just watched kinda, it like last year too. I don't remember. We kind of tuned out of it. Like after we started, we were like, okay, this is. We were just watching basically to see your part. We like, Same reason I watched Vice Versa. Vice Versa. Like, I remember what that was about. That was like a, um a um, Freaky Friday slash Friday, um yeah. um what's the one like Father Like Son. A lot of they did a lot of those movies back then where they basically like traded bodies. That happened a lot there. Eighteen again was another one with George Burns. It was like where he like. Him and his grandson like swapped or whatever. He was like, he was like eighty, and he swapped with his grandson who was like eighteen or something. It was a bunch of those movies they did during that time and shit. But vice versa was the one with Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold. They were father and son, yeah. and he's like, um, you know, it's a kid like doesn't know, um, you don't know what it's like. He's like, yeah, well, like you don't know what it's like being like. I wish you could like see what it's like to be in my shoes, like and like they touched this weird fucking mystical thing or whatever. Some weird thing they were touching when they said that. I wish you could see what it's like to be me. I wish you could see what it's like to be in my shoe. And then they switch places and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So now um, Judge Reinhold got to go through puberty again and all of that shit, which sucks. I would hate to go back to being a kid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got to go through all of that. And then on the flip side, um, you're like a 12-year-old, but you got to go, go like live in the real world as I'm Fred Savage. You're a grown man in your father's body. You got to so you got to go to work and all of that shit. You got like, I tell my kids was on the other side of uh, adulting. I'm like paying bills is on the other side of adulting. Going to work is on the other side of adulting. I wouldn't trade it for that fucking kid. I, mean, I wouldn't trade for kid, but I mean, I, I just tell my kids like enjoy your childhood while you can because this is what's on the other side. You're only a kid for a short amount of time. I don't know what you with my fucking teenage years sucked and shit. I would definitely never <laughs> not go back to. That. No, I wouldn't want to trade it back because like. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't want to trade it. Bullying and trying to fit in and shit like Yeah, like the the popularity stuff and trying to, you know. Mm -mm. But, like, as you get older, you do realize that, like, it's funny that the older you get, like, the less you care about fitting into stuff because then you're... Like, like when you when you're young, you want to fit in. You get older, you want to stand out. Like You want to stand out, so it's like... Individuals, like, yeah. You want to stand out the older you get. You're 34 years old. You don't care about that shit. You're like, I'm me. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be as unique here. as possible. Oh, there's only here. I'm one of a kind. Like, ain't no duplicates mm-hmm. of me and shit. Fuck that. But as a kid, all you want to do is just spit in mm-hmm. and be accepted. And you're looking seeking. Yeah, I don't want the kids to laugh at me. Like, fuck the kids. <laughs> the Michael Jordan made you fuck them kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the first thought that we're in my head. <laughs> yeah. But they just 
What the hell else are we talking about? <laughs> well, I definitely wouldn't oh. want to go back to being a fucking kid, though. More nostalgic stuff. Um, what Let's was the? Do it. Let's do it. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. Deserve it. Nell Carter and um. Rachel. And what? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel was on. What's her name? Tellma Hopkins. Yeah, she was on. Uh, Rachel. On Rachel and um, Mother Winslow were on. They both. That's where they Mother first. Mother Winslow. Got, she played Nell's mother and shit. Yeah, Rosetta Lynn Wild. Was that the actress's name? Yeah. And then which one? Joey Lawrence is on there. He wore oh, blackface. Yeah. <laughs> he wore blackface. I think um he was the little cute one, and then Samantha was jealous. So and then they were doing. He was doing a performance at Nell's church. Nell's church. A very black church, of course. Yeah. So they say, you know, it should be. Yeah, you should do this. Like yeah. So where he's, it like, is. he's like. Yeah, he's looking like uh, Al Jolson in blackface yeah. with the gloves, mm-hmm. with the white gloves. Yep. Singing hide it, hide it, hide it, hide, singing that or whatever. I forgot what song you see Dad singing. Huh? And of course, like they all appalled like when he walks out like in blackface. He was set up though, so you really couldn't put it on him. Like, I think he made though in the eighties. So why are people still putting blackface and stuff in the eighties? Well, that they did it like um to like address it like so that was, I know to address like, it during that time when they were like deleting it from the cartoons and all that so they did it's like show how offensive it was because then Nell had the little speech it's like yeah like why'd you do that yeah like say that what you think about me she so had to um to the um to the uh, the girl so yeah. the girl yeah so yeah so you think I'm a digger like she's like Josh that's, uh, that's what you think of me it's like. She's like, no, that's not what I think. It's like, well, like, that's what that means. Like, well, that's what that means. That's how I look at it, yeah. That you think of me like that. <laughs> that's what it means. Mm-hmm. But Give Me a Break was about, um, it was, um, Nell was their maid and the chief's wife died. So, like, she kind of, like, is um, a surrogate mother for him raising his three girls or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's how that happened. I don't remember how fucking Joey. I'm probably another orphan story, like Punky. Boy. Yeah, like they always put like a cute kid on a show. Like yeah, after like other started getting older, big. and they had to like. You're not, you're not cute anymore. So let's get this cute kid. Yeah, let's add Joey with his little bowl cut. Yeah, bro- Joey had the best bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> he had the awesome. What if I had the bowl, bowl cut too, Mr. D. Sam? He had a good bowl he cut. Those that I grew up watching, different strokes. Let's go. <laughs> he, had good, he had the the ill bowl cut. Another orphan story is mm-hmm. um Arnold and Willis's mother was um the housekeeper, the maid of Mr. Drummond's housekeeper. Like yeah, she was their she housekeeper was pre Mrs. Garrett. She was the housekeeper like before yeah. she started. Yeah. yeah, off off camera, she was the house when the show started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like on her deathbed, she um tasked Mr. Drummond, like whatever happened, make sure my boys are taken care of, because like her husband had already died. So like, so if I die, like yeah, so mm-hmm. that's it. Like I don't want my like make sure like I don't want someone to be split up, because that happens. They split the kids up, you put them in the system. right. So Mr. Drummond takes them into his house. That's and they're like two kids from the hood from Harlem, and now they're living on Park Avenue. They like okay, yeah. Well, Willis wasn't impressed, but like yeah, yeah I know that. Willis was like. We going we back, back to Harlem. Like, Willis was and then like, later he was like, "Dad." Early Willis was old, and they changed. <laughs> like Arnold, like he walked in, like, "Wow!" Like Willis was like, "This ain't this yeah. is Because <laughs> it was like he had a penthouse on Park Avenue, mm-hmm. which in the eighties, like I said, we know how much I, we know how much it is now in this era. But in the eighties, like I said, we know how that money ran. Like Mr. Drummond had, mm-hmm. Mr. Drummond had, yeah, Mr. Drummond had his daughter Kimberly. 
and he was a widower. Yeah, he was a widower. Uh So he's raising his teenager, and they have the maid, Mrs. Garrett. Kimberly was a student at this private school, which also featured, which Mrs. Garrett ended up like getting a job there, becoming a house mother, which became Facts of Life. So that's all that tied in. Which introduced the world to Miss Tootie, Kim Fields. And um, on the Blair. later ones, on the later ones, a lot of us like. <laughs> nah, I like Blair. It's like the bougie one. <laughs> Blair, yeah. And then Nat- Natalie is the the big girl. Yeah, it's like the fun one. Um, Joe from the rom, the rough one from the wrong the side. One, of the yeah. Yeah. Who rode a motorcycle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they had a bunch of other girls early on, but that's the four ones anybody cared about. Those are the main ones. Blair, Tootie, Natalie, and Joe. It's like, like Mommy Wall was on the show for a minute and nobody remembers her. And now we got banged by George Clooney later. <laughs> George Clooney. They're supposed yeah. to be Blair, but then she had become born again in real life. So she yeah. didn't want to. Well, uber religious. She became very religious. And she was like, I'm not having um, premarital sex. So, so Natalie was like, I'll do it. <laughs> That was George Clooney, so pre um pre R George Clooney. <laughs> he had the mullet when he had the nice mullet when he was on Roseanne as like her uh as her boss or whatever. Remember he had the mullet, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, he was on Roseanne, like her boss or something, like when they were working at some kind of factory or something, hmm. her and Jackie. And he had a mullet. The boss I remember having was Martin Mull, like he was like the undercover gay dude. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, Leon. I, yeah. <laughs> I remember him. This must have been a different job she had, but yeah, when she was working, like, she was doing like some type of like plant, like some type of stuff okay. like that. I remember working at the restaurant in the, uh, at the restaurant. Yeah, later you always yeah. asked him like, well, "Yeah, where's your girlfriend and all that?" And then gate, and they said, "Ah, oh, that's why we don't ever see him with a woman." <laughs> <laughs> Leon was awesome. I liked the character of Leon. I liked how he. I like how they wrote the character. Like how they wrote it. I liked him. Because he was gay, but he wasn't like stereotypical, his character. So. Right. <laughs> um, what's some more shows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we just we just <laughs> we just rambling we just now. We just going for the show. It might be um, the name. It might be the name. It's a lot of rambling. It might be the name. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rambling. Going on. A lot of rambling. We can move to the nineties, perfect strangers. Okay, I wasn't a big perv. Like basically, um, Perfect Strangers is well, um, 80s. It was like eighties. I'm sorry, because that didn't happen in the eighties. Yeah, started in the eighties and went to the nineties. Basically, Surge, like he um, got a sitcom, but he was the same. Surge, like Surge was like in it, yeah. Surge from Beverly Hills Cop, so yeah. The Lemon Twist, yeah. Surge, Balky here. Balky, we're basically that was the same character. The Surge is more of a douche, but it was like the same character. <laughs> and then, um, and then that's where uh, Joe Marie Payton got her Surge start at. Worked um, in Surge's building. Yeah, she was there. <laughs> I don't even remember the other guy's name, but like Surge. I don't remember him. either. I just remember Valky. And I and I was calling him Surge. I forgot his name. And then she was an elevator operator. Elliot Winslow's an oper- elevator operator in Surge is building it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. got, but then she got her, uh, you know, that's how Family Matters started because, you know, she got in there. Reginald Bill Johnson played um, Sergeant Al Power in Die Hard. So then, kind of the same character again. Yeah, like, so Al Powell yeah. and Carl Winslow were like similar. Yeah, they were parallels of each yeah. other. 
And so they so put depending the- on what year you watch Family Matters, they had three, two or three children. And they didn't have a baby during one like they wrote that story. That's <laughs> a whole nother mess right there. Like, depending on what year you watch the show, they either had two or three children. <laughs> if you watch the early seasons, like up to like season three, they have, I think, season three, I think, uh, Jamie Foxworth was gone, I think, after season three. Yeah, they fired. Um, it might have been season four. I don't remember. Three or four. Or last it episode, like um, I think, was when Mother Winslow gets married, I think, yeah. She's, I think she that's what I made sure. She went upstairs for, uh, to like be sent away and then she just never came back downstairs. But they sent her upstairs for like, this is grown folks' business. Man, I never get to hear anything. It was like that type of thing. And she like, the whole trope that, um, I don't know if you've like, been on the site TV tropes. There's a whole trope about that when he talk. It's called Chuck Cunningham Syndrome. Because the original show that did that was because um, people know Richie and um, Joni, they know the two Cunningham kids, but they had an older brother named Chuck. Who legit was sent upstairs was never seen again. It's like I think after season one, they basically just say never mention what happened to Chuck. <laughs> like that's the first show that did. I guess, once again, just, once again, just very similar to Family Matter. It's like um you had this um this one side character that got popular. So like that's what happened. Like Fonzie just caught on, just Fonzie like got caught on. So yeah, so like hey. hi Chuck. It's like after Fonzie caught on. Okay, we don't have time for Chuck anymore. Just get rid of him. Just pretend he never happened. But Fonzie was a show. When you think about what you name, like name characters from Happy Days, Fonzie is the number one answer. Yeah, but Fonzie was was supposed to just be like a hey. minor character. Yeah, then he became the show. Because <laughs> like Henry Winkler like played the hell out of that character, he became the show. <laughs> He but that's like what happened. There's a character named Chuck Cunningham. It's just like, hey, it's just just got, they, what happened to um, Richie and Joni's older brother? Like, he was just never mentioned again. <laughs> like, he didn't die. He didn't get married. He's just like, let's just pretend. He, we just have two kids now. Let's pretend he never happened. We just have two kids. Like, Eddie and Laura was like, yeah, we have our, <laughs> this is our son, uh, Eddie, and our daughter, Laura. Mm-hmm. What happened to Judy? At least, like on the Cosby Show, Denise was in Singapore. They didn't just say yeah, they, didn't, they, just, they didn't just like never mention her again. They gave a reason why she wasn't there. At least when they fired Lisa Bonet, at least they did that on the Cosby. She was in Singapore with her husband. <laughs> really, she had been canned and shit in real life. Yeah, like halfway through that seventh season, it's like when like she got rolled out, basically. Mm-hmm. Cause well, because it isn't what isn't because she did Angel Heart, wasn't that why she got fired? Basically, no. That's what originally caused the um rift between the her. Rift, and her uh, yeah. Because like the Lisa Bonet was the rebellious one, like in real life, like not the character in real life. She did Angel Heart, like she got pregnant during the show, like she did a lot of shit to like push Bill Cosby's limits. Yeah. Like she did all of that shit. When she first got pregnant, like Debbie Allen, like when she was on was um was like the director and showrunner of a different world. She was gonna write that into the story. She's like, okay, yeah, like how can I? And then Cosby was like, absolutely not. And he was like, no, like, and Lisa's like, pregnant. Denise is not. Denise like, is not. Yeah, absolutely Lisa's not. Like, he like he vetoed that because Debbie Allen was going to incorporate that. Okay, because it would be interesting a college student like well, having girls get pregnant in college, and like they wrote that in later where uh, they had the character. Um, what's her name? Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Lisa. Some. What's her name? She was in um, the Five Heartbeats, and she was in Bad Boys as Martin's wife. Oh, to, Teresa Randall. Teresa Randall, there you go. Played yeah, Dre- like, Dresser's wife in the Heartbeats. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't think of her name. Yeah. But uh, they wrote that in, because remember, she was Day and Ron, remember? And then she had a baby, yeah. She had a baby. 
and then Ron was trying to play stepdaddy. She was like, "You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that." Just, <laughs> so I like, had a baby, and you don't have my, to. He's not your responsibility. He's mine. Because like, yeah. Ron was like, "I don't want a little guy to just get left out." And like Ron started getting really close to like her kid and everything. Because they were supposed to, I think, go to a concert or something. Is um, but the baby got sick. She's like, baby "I can't go." It's like, yeah. So you say you go have fun. It's like, no, if you stand, I'm staying. It's like, it's like, no, yeah. you don't have to go have fun. <laughs> you don't have to do this. As a parent, you realize that, like, I mean, when you have a child, your child is going to come first. So, like, anything, like, you could have planned for something months in advance. And then mm-hmm. if your child is sick, you got to stay with your kid. Mm-hmm. Ain't, I, think her, I think her son had a fever or something like that. She was like, um, he seems okay, but I just want to make sure. Like, I'm yeah. not just go, like, parading around some concert. Like, she's like, exactly. he seems, but, like, I'm, I just want to, I want to make sure he's good. They'll so almost stay home. Mm-hmm. It might have been the Heavy D episode, Martha. I might have been the concert. That probably was the concert, the Heavy D. He had been fussy anyway because he was teething. Because she was like, yeah, he's teething. So he was already fussy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when kids are teething, they get sick. So it's like... Mm -hmm. I think his temperature was running high. She was like, I'm just going to stick around just to monitor it. But you go have fun at the concert. He's like, well, I'm not going either then. So So I said they wrote it in later. Yeah. But he just didn't want Lisa Bonet. He <laughs> said, hey, a, a, a Huxtable can't be pregnant. They even teased it with Kimberly Reese a little bit because when Kimberly Reese was she had late, the pregnancy scare. She was late. And she had been having sex with her boyfriend a lot. Boyfriend, because that's what caused um, a problem with her and Whitley with mm-hmm. um, putting the, um, the little scarf on the door. <laughs> yeah. When the scarf's on the handle, you can't come in. Can't basically. come in because I have. Yeah, was doing that all the time. So Willie was like, "Yeah, this is my room. It's not because <laughs> like dude was over there a lot." <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing about when you're in college and you have like roommates and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like I'm not saying that you can't have a boyfriend. Like I mean, we're all we're all technically adults, but. It's you, like you experienced that, like you remember when all um, uh, I experienced that. Oh, I did. That happened to me. Move their boyfriends in and all that. That happened to me two years in a row, and that's why that that's why my last years of school, like my last year and a half of college, I got my own apartment. I was like, I'm not doing this no more because it happened to me. I said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. <laughs> it happened to me twice because like my my sophomore year, a girl moved in her boyfriend. Then the next year, I had a different set of roommates, and it still happened. Another girl moved her boy. I'm like these girls just moving in these boyfriends. But it's like and he's said, not. Um, she had almost moved her boyfriend in on that episode. Uh-huh. That. <laughs> it's like and he's not paying nothing in here. Like he's not. He's not contributing nothing in here. Well, he's contributing not money. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, so. contributing, contributing the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, they did like tease her with Kimberly when she thought that she was pregnant. Yeah, because like they had um that the earlier episodes they showed like her and her boyfriend always hooking up, and then like they have her being late like later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple episodes later, then you know she's like panicked and stuff, and they're like, "Why are you so panicked?" And then she was like trying to figure out like you know I'm usually my period is usually here on time, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't. It turns out it was just stress because she was, was like, because you know, yeah. like Kimberly was like the um, honor student. She worked, the, she worked at the pit like she was doing too much. So like, yeah. so stress is what caused it. What she was on it because she was in choir practice. She was in swim practice. She uh, had a job. job at the pit. She was um pre med. So like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. a lot, she had a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, a lot on her plate. Mm-hmm. I like the scene when Mary Alice yelled at her, you teenager, when Mary Alice like, told her off. 
She gave her the um, and they show Sinbad talking to the boyfriend. He's like, hey, strap up, bro. Like, hey, yeah. He's like, hey man, I'm not telling you not to do it, but just, just strap up, bro. Yeah. Just be more conscientious about that because if you do become, like, obviously, if you become a teen parent, then it's like your resources aren't. Like, what resources do you really have? So, a lot and of it, you're going to lean on your parents. You're going to lean on your parents. And especially at that age, you don't know what your future holds. Because, like, um, let's look at what happened on that show. Like, they didn't show that boyfriend too much after that. So, like, now oh, you got a baby with this guy that you're not even with anymore. She's like, yeah. Because, hey. uh-huh. like, when you're young, like, you you date a lot of people. Yeah. You're not, you're not um, you haven't found your forever at that age. What, the, what was his name? Robert, I think. I don't what remember. His name. Like, that might have been his later. last episode. So like, yeah, I remember when they wrote him and, out, yeah. and I think like they had broken up because I think that he was trying to be like the oh well, we cool. I think that's where it was is that he was trying to be more carefree with the relationship, and she was like, okay, mm-hmm. bye. You know, she was just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. and then he got written out, and then that's when they started Kimberly like with Matthew and yeah, Matthew, and then Ron. And then Spencer, like she had a lot. Of, they did a lot of weird shit. With I didn't Kimberly. like the Ron storyline with her. I didn't like the Spencer storyline because the, char- the, the character sucked. <laughs> I actually like the, <laughs> the character Matthew with her because um, the reason why I liked it is because he was he was like a goofball, so like he balanced her out because like he Kim took was life too serious. serious he was like serious, um, serious. he was, he was like, an artsy. He was, I think, he was an acting student or something like that. Yeah, yeah he, he was. Like he was like. He didn't take himself seriously. Like, he was a goofball. And, like, Kim just was like, you know, you're just so, like, you're so carefree and just so you're not serious about nothing. He's like, well, you're too serious. So Mm -hmm. I like their dynamic of him balancing her out, like, making her more carefree. Let's address the elephant in the room. He was white. He was white. I know. That's why people didn't like him, because he was white. That's why that storyline was dropped, because... um, he was white. The brothers wasn't feeling that at the time. They like get rid of that dude, like because he only yeah. lasted a he only lasted a season, and then after his character was dropped, they never showed or mentioned Matthew. Yeah. And then uh, and then he had like a, a, a thing where he could have always been mentioned because he was Freddie's cousin. Yeah, so like, yeah, so, yeah, he didn't. They didn't have to get rid of the character, but it was too much backlash. So, so he had connection. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was just like a random white guy that was Freddie's cousin. So it's mm-hmm. like. Well, yeah, the character was dropped after one season, and then that was it. <laughs> and let's talk about characters, like weird stuff. Like, let's you want to talk about Colonel Taylor's family? I have a theory that Colonel Taylor was like whacking his family members. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what did he do? He was in Nam, right? I think he was in Vietnam. Yeah, he was. Um, sure. I, I think Vietnam. Yeah. Vicky was in, um, when the yeah. show starts, like we don't what's happened, we don't know what happened to Colonel Taylor's first wife. <laughs> like it'll start there. They just say that um she allegedly was living in Germany, but we we didn't they never proved that or not. <laughs> That's just what he that was his story. Germany. That was his story and shit. <laughs> what he said. Yeah, my ex wife's in Germany now. <laughs> and then um he had two kids. Uh, um he had a daughter, Suzanne, a son, okay. Terrence. Yeah. Who dated uh Dwayne Wayne for a little Early bit. Early on, like in season two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then um, she's never mentioned after season two. So that's two family members that just disappeared without a trace. And then Terrence shows up around season three or four. Yeah. Yeah. He shows up. Goofy cuz. That's what we call him. Goofy cuz. He shows up. He sticks around like pretty much like for for, for, like season three to like season five. He's on the show for a while and shit. Yeah, he is. And then on the, and then um, 
during season five, um, the Colonel marries Jaleesa, and they have a baby. So now he has um, a wife and two kids. I'm not even sure what did they have a girl or a boy. I don't even remember what the um, babe, what Jaleesa and Colonel um kid was. And then the final season is like no Terrence, no Jaleesa, no baby, okay. <laughs> and none of those characters are mentioned either. I don't think. <laughs> They just they might have mentioned the baby one time they had that stupid um baby yeah, monitor. The baby monitor. Yeah, they mentioned the baby where that could have just like Colonel Taylor could have been carrying the monitor as a with, di- with the dishes hole guy who was like <laughs> dishes hole. <laughs> that last season of Different World was so bad, man. Let's talk about that last season. Well, first of all, boys and men say the intro and the intro was awful. Yeah, the new Jack Swing intro. I like know they, my they parents love some me. reason they decided to read the Franklin wasn't good enough anymore. <laughs> we gotta upgrade it, yeah, with boys to men doing a new Jack Swing. It's work. a different world. Teddy, Teddy Riley that intro on shit, basically. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> and then like um Whitley and Dwayne are trying to navigate their lives as like because the last episode of the previous season is they get married to Byron and all of that so yeah so now it's like their life is like newlyweds trying to figure it out mm-hmm. Dwayne is a, a professor and he's in grad school because mm-hmm. he turned down the Kanichiwa job which he, accept, which he accepted <laughs> a little, you know, for Terrence who, who's a current murder let's finish that before we go to the season <laughs> I have a theory that the colonel murdered all of them because he had PTSD he took out all of his family members. That's my theory. <laughs> they all just disappear one by one. And then um, his wife and new baby. Well, I wouldn't see them anymore after that. And then Rondo in the jazz club on the last season. Yeah, let's get back to this horrible. Be <laughs> on the jazz club. A lot of dumb shit. Let's get back. Yeah, started with the Dwayne Willie stuff was pretty good. Like you said, yeah. like new couple trying to figure it out. Dwayne's teaching. He's also um. Because a grad student is an engineer, which we he does take the Kanishiwa job at the end of the finals, at the end of this season, we'll get to that. Willie loses her job as an art thing, and then she has to go substitute teach. Becomes a teacher at him, and they got to find ways to keep these old characters hanging around. Like, that's the problem with school. Yeah, she has to substitute like, teach at, like, a school that's in the want Because um, theoretically, you could write, write the characters out, but, yeah... Nobody wants to see fucking um digit hole and yeah. You know? and Charmaine, Charmaine, Charmaine was on and Lena. Like nobody cares about those kids. People want to see Dwayne, Whitley, Ron, yeah. Kim. You want to see the characters you know and shit. Yeah. And then Freddie is um uh, becomes a lawyer. She um was a Kimberly, Law. Kimberly yeah. Reese was um yeah. Uh, was yeah, man. And she I think she was dorm director too. I like, saw so they kept her at the, yeah. the fucking dorm. She's doing that. Mm-hmm. And some and still this was she still at the pit? I, I think Lena and them were at the pit by then. Kim might have not. Kim probably was still hanging around the pit for some reason. <laughs> they did shit like that. <laughs> I know Lena had got a job there, or Charmaine, one of them. I don't know. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them were working. Okay, yeah. Kim probably still worked there too. Shit. So wait <laughs> show up. <laughs> <laughs> she worked the pit for like seven years like that. <laughs> he did that. It's a gang still around the pit. Oh, <laughs> um, and then Iran was like so convoluted what they did with him. <laughs> he was like, um, when some a couple of seasons before that, they decided to just make Ron a musician, like out of nowhere. They never, yeah. It was like uh, haste. It was hastily, and they haste was costly and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hastily put together and shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, like before, like, like early on, they didn't say what Ron was doing. He was just there. They really never gave him a major or whatever. Yeah, he was just kind of like he was LOS lost, uh, LAS lost and searching. That's what. Then around doing. season four, he's just a drummer all of a sudden. Like yeah, and that's what he's pursuing and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so um, he has a band. The band breaks up, and then Ron's like basically mooching off Dwayne for a while. He's a bum and shit. Yeah, they run that yeah. story. And then another thing, somehow Mr. Gaines, like, not only just owns the pit, like, he also owned the fucking nightclub all of a sudden that Ron ran. They never explained, like, where this club came from. It's wanted to, like, it wanted to make so bad for Ron and shit. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so, let's But, like, uh, we always say everybody isn't going to have a successful ending. Like, I know, like, on shows and movies, sometimes they make. Well, that's how Hollywood works, that everybody has a happy ending. But in real life, we know losers. Like, yeah. That right, wrapped in a bowl. Yeah. Some people ain't gonna have the happy ending. Yeah, Ron could just be a lost uh he just be lost and shit like figuring it out. <laughs> have Ron figure it out. Like he doesn't have, he to, had he a, have to run, he, have to run a successful nightclub out of nowhere. And then he had uh something that he could have done. Like he could have always went back home because his father uh was like a car, the car dealer. That was like this his plan. That's why he went to college originally, they said, because he so he can um learn, learn take some business classes. But then they decided to drop that and make him a musician for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, so he had an asset that he could always have gone to. Like, okay, I can just go work for my daddy. Yeah. Well, my daddy knows people. Cause like Ron was like in a circle where like, okay, his father hung out with other entrepreneurs. So it's like, even if Ron didn't do the car thing, like, yeah, his dad might know somebody who owns like restaurants, like barbecue restaurants or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. okay, give my son a job. Mm-hmm. Ron had those connections. So, but being a nightclub owner, that was kind of. Yeah, that was hokey and shit. Then they had guests on there every week. That's how you knew the show was about to be canceled because they had Chris Cross, Chris and Vogue, and Vogue. Chris, Chris um, Tupac and shit was on. <laughs> they did a lot of that shit on the. Which never show. aired, but people try to say it, it didn't air. Like, it was a claim they remember the episode airing his original run. No, you didn't. No, it was a it never aired. Yeah, because like what happened with Different World, its final season. Um, they guy went on hiatus at some point. I don't remember when or why. Might have been like during the holiday break. Mm-hmm. The show was like off the air for months and shit. Mm-hmm. Then they brought him back for their finale, like in May. It's like, oh, different world, a final episode, two part episode, the final episode. Yeah, when Willie and Dwayne were back. They had all those fucking episodes that they filmed, like that was supposed to air like in January, February, like all of that shit. Yeah. And so they aired those like they started airing some of them during the summer, but then the show was canceled. They said, you know what? Nobody cares. So they pulled it after like and one of the episodes that didn't air was the Tupac episode. The Tupac. If you saw it, you saw it in syndication. You didn't see exactly. it during its original run. It aired in syndication, like on um TV one and like wherever they syndicate these shows that like mm-hmm. you saw it there, but like you say you saw it in the nineties, like Never aired. aired. (laughs) And then they had Billy D. Williams on there. Billy D. Williams. (laughs) They did a lot of silly shit. That was supposed to be a pilot. That's what I got the Billy D. Williams. Like I'm sure they would try and give him a pilot. Mm. Wasn't Kizzy and shit on that? Yeah. Yeah, Which was like his old, like his uh, his old um, because she was like the professor, and then like he like dated her back in the day or something, and she ended up marrying somebody else. But then. I think that she was either divorced or widowed or something like that. And then, like, he was looking he like... water a Colt 45. That's how it should have ended. Because <laughs> a nice, cold Colt 45. Doesn't it wasn't Kizzy on there. <laughs> Kizzy. Nope, Kizzy, I remember that, yeah. 
Leslie Jacobs. <laughs> so I mean, it was just awful. But who also played Lucius's mama in Empire and Kizzy. Who also was a blind lady in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is he still getting her checks? Right? Yeah, because she was like, I was like, ain't that Kizzy? Fire and shit. She's still <laughs> She watching Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, they did a lot of silly shit. Who the fuck was in Vogue? I don't remember what they did. I remember them being. I know Criss Cross was like these two gang kids that didn't like each yeah, other. They were on opposite gangs. Like, yeah, I'm from Block Nine. I'm from Block Twelve. What? What you got? What you got? It was like that. That's what the Criss Cross thing was. They were rival gang members, and then they united at the end of the episode, and then they wrapped. Like, yeah, you want to? So you want to just shoot him because he wears a different color? They played that whole. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. Absolutely. Why do you want to shoot this man down? Because he's a different color. He wear a different color than you. Mm. And then Vogue's name was Ronnie, an actor, whatever. For his, then, his crappy nightclub, okay. Yeah, for his crappy nightclub. And Vogue was like somebody's nieces or somebody. So, of course, when they brought them like out. Aunt, like Aunt Altoona. <laughs> yeah, like they were somebody. Aunt they Aunt were somebody. Aunt Altoona on Family Matters. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a Donna Summer, yeah. Don Summer, yeah. From Altoona. They may have been Mr. Gaines's knee. They, they was the order his probably, wife. It had to be Mr. Gaines's knee. It was somebody. I think it may have been her, his wife. I think that may have been, because his wife was B.B. Jerry. Because I think that, that may have been her family or something. Or something like that, yeah. And then, of course, when they bring them out, of course, in Vogue, they're all beautiful ladies. But, of course, like, when they had them out, they were, like, with the cat-eyed they glasses. like country bumpkins or something They were, like, country like bumpkins who, like, look nerdy. And they was like, oh, yeah, we sing. And then when they came out, you know. Yeah, they, we sang. It probably was like that. Probably was some, and they were doing, like, they could. They were some Bama-ass bras, I'm sure. That's how they wrote it. They were doing, like, they were singing, but they were doing, like, the, uh, like, almost like the sha-la-la-oo. They were almost, like, doing that, where they were doing, like, harmonies like that, kind of like. Mm-hmm. And Ron was like, this isn't, like, what I was looking for from our it's group. Sense, yeah. And then later, then at the end of the episode, they sang the um, the Free Your Mind song, the I Wear Tight Clothing. From the Funky Divas album. Yeah, yeah they sang that song. Mm-hmm. And then they came dressed in their night. Probably their single outfit. at that time. That probably was a single they had out at that time. Yeah. And then they wore like their sexy outfit, but they still had like the glasses, like the the nerdy glasses. And then they, they had like, the Never Gonna Get It, Never Gonna Get It. Never. They should have did that. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, but. Yeah. When you have like uh, people guest starring every week, it's like your show. It sounds like Aunt Una from Altoona. Pretty much. Urkel's nerdy cousin was Donna Summer. (laughs) She was like, she talked like this and then, but then when she sang, she sounded like Donna Summer and shit. (laughs) (laughs) She was Michelle A. They ripped off Michelle A. (laughs) They ripped off Michelle A. And later, uh, Michelle A. uh, Cross or Fantasia could walk. (laughs) Because <laughs> Fantasia has that too. <laughs> okay. See, he dancing. This is fun. Yeah. It is good to just kind of like just talk about like memorable things that have happened. Yeah, it's like we can ramble every now and then. And then some other shows like. Yeah, let's keep going. Keep going. We, go down. So we can go down the rabbit hole a little more. They are just speaking of shows. That, like, wanna, like, we're going to get some bad shows, too. I can't wait. Go ahead. <laughs> shows that just changed for no reason. Like, um, the, my favorite one that just changed was In the House. 
It started off as Debbie that Allen. That was a mess, man. <laughs> it started off with Debbie Allen being a recently divorced mom with two kids, Austin and Tiffany. She had two children. And, and LL Cool J's character, um, he's an out of work football player. He got too much house and shit. So yeah, he's he an out work football family, player. This mother and her two kids into his house. And it was like basically kind of like an odd couple type thing because that's what it was kind of going for. Because it was like, okay, I was a football player. I'm a bachelor. I, I have think, I think he got injured or something. It's like that's how the character went. So yeah, he like, got injured. And like so we all know NFL know. contracts are not guaranteed. So like uh-huh. he wasn't getting no checks in. So like, yeah. So um he can't pay that mortgage on that big ass house he got. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was getting like, you know, her alimony or child support, whatever. And then she had a job. So I mean, so she was able to afford the uh, mm-hmm. the rent that he was charging her. And then of course, like, you know, the kids like him because he's young and cool. Mm-hmm. Like Tiffany and Austin liked him because like Marion was young and cool and he was hip. Then, for whatever reason, then season two, Debbie Allen, Debbie Allen and, and Austin her son either. are gone. Debbie I don't, Allen think, I don't think either character is ever mentioned again, either. And then Tiffany is there living with, like, how inappropriate. Oh, man, a it's like a 15-year-old like girl living, like, with a 30-year-old man. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, I mean. Like, not, I mean, I'm not trying to, like. She has her crew and shit, which Ken L. was part of. And, shit. and um, the girl who was, um, she was, a. Uh, Deidre on um, the college. She was Bud's girlfriend. Okay. Did she, did, she, did she go on the porn years she later? She did do huh? porn later. Yeah, yeah, she did. Also, another, a girl from Different World did porn, too. A lot of them did porn during it. And Family Matters. Like, a lot of them did porn during it. All these shows we mentioned, somebody ended up doing porn years <laughs> later. <laughs> and then she has her crew, and then they're always hanging out. Then later, they introduce Kim Waynes. And, like, at first, she's she's a stalker of him. She's she, I remember yeah. how to introduce her character. Like LL Cool J's character went out with Robin Gibbons, and she was her crazy cousin, Kim Wayne. Ah, okay, that's how it was. Okay. I think Robin Gibbons' character once again never mentioned never again. Mentioned. <laughs> but so, then they wrote it to be like Tonya was like, like she knew him back in the day, like that was like his homie. Because at first she was like his stalker. Then they changed her character where like she was like they were childhood friends. Like, like, I love, like, how, like, recipe, like, me and Justin were, like, childhood friends. Then they were, like, childhood Allen, friends. Baby. Right, then they were, like, childhood friends later who, like, grew up together. Didn't they run a what? fucking gym later and shit, too? Or did then I they imagine ran a gym. Did I imagine then that? They in, then they brought in Alfonso um, Peru. <laughs> one large voice on Yeah. <laughs> They like I said, that show's a mess, man. Then they brought in Alfonso They brought Carlton Banks and Lisa Turtle. And then they brought in Lisa Turtle. <laughs> Like it's, it sounds made up. All this shit really happened. LL Cool J, fucking um, uh, the Tiffany, <laughs> Kim Wands, uh, um, Carlton Banks, and and Lisa Turtle. This shit really happened. It was a real show and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember how it even ended. I don't remember how it ended. I don't remember how they got to the fucking gym and shit. It was just they just ran a gym for like they never. I don't remember how they got there. I think um he got I think El Hill Kuja got money or something. He got money for something. He got his from his injury. I don't know. And then they brought in Carlton because Carlton. <laughs> Carlton. <laughs> I think his name was Maximilian. I want to say that was his name, Maximilian. So then they matter. brought, I don't then they brought him in Carlton because he was like his it. silent partner. That's how because like obviously the money that El Hill Kuja didn't have wasn't enough. So then he had to have a partner in there. Alfonso Ribeiro's character was supposed to be like his silent partner because he wanted to run like a facility. And I remember Alfonso Ribeiro's character was a doctor. 
So he was a doctor. So like they were combining like like my knowledge of like sports and like you know doing that. So they were like doing like a sport. sports medicine. Okay. Like sports medicine. That's where it was that they were doing. That's where it was that they ran a sports medicine clinic or whatever. And then which we'll call it was his wife later, uh Lark Voorhees was um He's a turtle. Was uh Alfonso Ribeiro's wife and who the fuck? Why was Kim Wayne there? Did she work at the gym and shit? I don't she know. worked there. Okay. She was a trainer, I think. Did Tiffany worked there too. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember later Tiffany was that they brought in Mel Jackson and she was dating Mel Jackson. Right? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. And then the show got canceled. Like we always say, Mel Jackson gets shows canceled. <laughs> exactly. He's like the original Ray J and shit. Who he shows up on your show, you know the end is near and shit. Because they brought him in, and then she started dating him. Yeah, Mel Jackson had it three times because I don't remember he, that at all. I remember living he, single that and uh, what else? Parkers. He was on the Parkers. Parkers he did, the, he was on the final episode of the Parkers, right? I forgot. So Mel Jackson, when Mel Jackson shows up, <laughs> you know you about to. Hey, we had a good run. <laughs> talk about some more crappy shows. Let's talk about another show that was all over the place, just like that. Like Malcolm and Eddie's another show they didn't know what the fuck. Oh was. gosh. Oh, Eddie is a tow truck driver now is running the nightclub. <laughs> how, did you, how do we get there? You know? the 50 50 nightclub. Or like the 40, I guess maybe, maybe that's what Jay-Z got his inspiration from 4040 from that. I hope he didn't get his inspiration from that. <laughs> well, we, hope, like, we, should, we should copy that in the house show. Not in the house. Hey, fuck <laughs> we copy that in the, it's in the house. I don't care. We should copy that in the house show. And shit. They both well, suck. Eddie was horrible. <laughs> how they just like, Cause like he was a tow truck driver and Malcolm worked at the bar McGee's. He worked at the bar. Mm-hmm. Well, no, well, it was something else. Cause like his name was Malcolm McGee, right? Yeah. And then the barber's name. So there was an at Oh, yeah. O'Reilly. It was a bar before it became McGee's. Like there was something. Yeah. It was O'Reilly's. I remember the girl Holly worked there, the girl that he liked. Um, what was her I forgot name? her name. I remember the I remember what she looked like. I can't think of her name. Yeah, she was the one that was in the brothers that got thrown through the table. Charmaine worked there. I remember that shit too, didn't she? Was she a Later cop? She was she a she, cop or did she work there? I don't fucking remember. No, first she was a she was a meter maid. That's what she was first. She was a meter maid, and then she decided she wanted to go into the police academy. And she was supposed to be going to the police academy, and then she became a waitress for the club. <laughs> She was at the police yeah. academy and then she became a waitress. And he just sold his tow truck so he could work there too. And then he worked there. <laughs> the best episode though was when he that, played. That, that guy and shit too was always there too, wasn't he? Yeah, Jamie Cartree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the best episode was when he did Prince. Like Barna, Eddie Griffin doing Prince. That was hilarious. That shit was hilarious. Eddie was good. He had a good Prince and a good Michael Jackson. Like he was. He's one of the two pe- one of the rare people that can pull off both of those characters. Because he did like Prince in there, but he like an ugly ass Prince. So he, was like, he was like, you know what? He's having a rough year. Like Prince looks something all looks a little off about him. <laughs> like he's having a rough year. <laughs> he did like Prince, but like just an ugly version of Prince. That's what he looked like. What what about Sparks? Let's talk about that. Starring Uncle Phil, who ran um, a law firm. Which Joanna is Man is there, Lucas <laughs> Lyon, Robin Givens. And uh, um, Kim Whitley. Kim Whitley is there. It's like <laughs> all over the place. Where's Joanna Man and Lucius, his two sons and shit? Yeah, those were his sons. So basically, uh, he was basically Philip Banks again because he was a lawyer and he ran like a law firm. And then he Ray, had Ray Will and Carlton. 
<laughs> one was nerdy, his... one was an asshole. They were Will and Carlton. <laughs> he ran it with his sons, who were who was Lucius and Jawan, man, as you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Robin Gibbons got added on later, I guess, for like sexiness or whatever. And then, of course, like Miguel New Year's was trying so to holler. Can't Whitley, like the fucking secretary or some shit. Yeah, Ken Whitley was the secretary. Okay. Yeah. Joanna yeah. man tries to holler, but he he, he gets nowhere. Sure, that's on shooting his shot, and then she keeps on shooting him he down. Gets, he gets nowhere and shit like that's like a trope on the show. So. So that's a show that no one remembers. Like unless you were out in the nineties, like you're not finding Spark streaming nowhere. It's not streaming <laughs> nowhere. You can't find it. It's not on BT. It's not on BT Plus. It's, it's nowhere. Unless you just watch it when it was in its original run. Well, what about Homeboys in Outer Space with Ron Johnson and Flex? Let's go. And uh, what's that name? Equation, the, the, the computer. Oh, the computer, rat. And, and then uh, all that Braxton, Braxton with that sexy ass outfit and shit. The tight ass outfit and shit. Yeah. She like a dominatrix outfit. She was like a cyborg or something. What is she like a cyborg? It's like a sexy cyborg or something. I remember when uh, Flex would try to holler at her and then she would always like, like twist his arm back and like fuck him up or something. He'd be ah! like he'd be screaming like a bitch. And didn't the fucking computer chick try to holler at Ron Johnson? I don't remember. I think so. I know she was. I know her name was Loquacia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a ghetto computer. They were doing a lot of that in the 90s. She was like what Miss Cedar was on. Yeah, Miss Cedar. <laughs> it's like the same concept pretty much and shit. A cyborg, uh, um, a, a virtual hood rat. <laughs> it's like <laughs> character was <laughs> a virtual hood. Uh-uh, uh-uh, because she was like that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. She was, yeah. So it was just really, it was a lot going on. Another show that barely lasted a season. It's like Sparks. It was awful. Some more like short-lived crappy shows. Yeah. Oh, Thea of a doll. Was she widowed and she worked like two jobs? I've been working hard. Two jobs every day. Two jobs every day. I tell my children, showing them the way. With God on my Jason side. Weaver, <laughs> Adam Jeffries, and some other little Negro. Some other little boy. <laughs> And then which McCall was probably, Let's just make some shit up. So Orlando Brown was a young kid. <laughs> it should have been him or something like that. Which McCall was on there too. Um, Yvette Wilson was her sister. Yeah. Um, sister. Janet Jackson from Friday. And then the guy was like, I forgot what his name was. Like the He was her boyfriend. Her husband was um, Yvette Wilson's guy. The other guy that was on there. I can't think of his name. But he was Brian Brooks? I'm just making shit up. No. <laughs> <laughs> It was like some hectic. I think Marcus said he was a comedian. The guy was a comedian. I don't even remember that. It was J. Anthony Brown that would be him. No. Watch out then now. Was, uh, I can say that J. Anthony Brown was on Thea and people would believe me. <laughs> Nobody watched this show. You can literally make Thea it. Thea was bad. It was bad. The acting was horrible. It was not a good show. That was Brandy's first. That's that's when for Mike Love first thought didn't like Brandy on that. Nah. Mike does Mike Love cannot stand Brandy Norwood. His nemesis. <laughs> must have, she must have been a bitch on Bad Boy Radio back in the day. So I don't know what that is. They stopped by the studio. She was an asshole. I don't know. What Jason Weaver. Jason Weaver. That's Shy Town. We support Jason Weaver here. That's Shy Town right there. <laughs> How you made that face? <laughs> he had tried to have a shot out. 
<laughs> we support him. <laughs> you know you listen to um love, to love ambition. You know you was rocking love ambition. No lie. You must got confused with yourself. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> Did you say Fever Doll was on Raw? <laughs> Play Sheldon Benjamin's mama for all my wrestling fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you said that you would wonder how many like people actually thought that was his real mom. His <laughs> mom was there, and like all of us were like, "That's the Fever Doll." Fever Doll. You said walked out. We started me, Leon, and we all started calling each other. It was like, the other dollars on Raw. We all started calling each other. Yeah. <laughs> Jerome. Bad. It was terrible. It's another crappy show from the 90s. <laughs> last long. I want, like, shows that last, like, one season like that. Yeah. Where I Live. Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug. Flax. Another guy. Flax, Flax got a nice little streak of killing shows before Flax. I one on one and shit. Was it what you would call it? Um, Doctor, um, the one with the beard, uh, from the coffee show. Yeah, but um, he, the one he was playing Tonk with. Yeah, like, yeah, the one he was doing the band the jet five hundred. Yeah, like was, and they were playing the fucking game out the Pinochle. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it was. Uh, um. I forgot what his name is, but um, he's again. Yeah, he Dougie there. Doug was the star of that show. I know that. Yeah, Dougie Doug was the son. Yanaka Doyle was on there. She was his sister. Yanaka Doyle. Yanaka <laughs> Doyle. <laughs> name, but this is the name for like who? If you weren't around tonight, you'd have no idea who the fuck that was. Yanaka Doyle. Perfect names from the nineties. Oh, I got one for you. Getting by and shit. Goddamn. <laughs> You know why I watch it? Rest in peace. My bae was on there. I love me some Merlin Santana. That was my crush. That was my was, 90s um, crush. Aunt Rachel. That was my bae. Romeo from Steve Harvey. Kenny, Kenny from the college. <laughs> Shirley from the <laughs> Shirley and then some fucking um, teenage daughter she had. Too. Some other kids. <laughs> Get in by. That show was awful. That's the show. They were like, I think both widowed and shit, and they were divorced, or, divorced or whatever. I know they both were single moms and shit. They were both single moms, with and they were trying to with teenage kids and shit. And they moved in together to try to offset the cost because, like, as we know, like if you're a single parent trying to raise two children on your own, it can get to be expensive. So they say, okay, well, let's merge our money together and let's get this place together. And of course, once again, it's due to that the, the race thing too. Like, she one was white, one was black. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the sun's like showing, like, yeah, we listen to hip hop, hip hop parade. Oh, hey, you know, they try to show her like going, and she's like, oh, like, she's like, what is that? You know, basically, so it's supposed to be for hilarity with that, like, doing the they did a lot of the race things like that. Mm-hmm. True Colors was another one where it was like the interracial family, <laughs> Adam Jeffries. There's another name, Adam Jeffries again, Claude, Claude Brooks. <laughs> I don't remember who played the mom and shit. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't fucking. She had a they had a she had a teenage daughter too because that's a blended family. That's what yeah, that they was. were an interracial couple. Yeah, yeah. so like they, they both got have, um, they both have teenage kids. It's like yeah, right. I think um he had the two boys and she had one daughter. I think that's how it went. I think yeah, and they get married. So now um. It's like different strokes, but if um Mr. Drummond had married a black wife, that's like that. That's right. what the show is like basically. She maybe had married, and then like, and then her two boys move in, and then like the cult, the clash, and all of that. That's clash of the cultures merging. 
that's what True Colors was like. If if Mr. Drama had married, uh, had remarried, but uh, with a black wife with with sons and shit. True that's Colors. Cool. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty good one, kid. <laughs> <laughs> it came off Fox. I remember that. It came yeah. off Fox. Oh, what the call it was another show. Um, uh, um, for your love with Holly Robinson, Pete. Tamala Jones, right? Tamala Jones, E. Daffy Blackman, James Leisure. Yeah. <laughs> James Leisure. Um, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, Dee Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer was on that shit. And the guy, uh, wasn't he Dave on uh, the Hughley's later, I think? No, that was two different shows. That was, oh, that, was two, that was a different actor, man. I thought the actor who was on there was... Uh, was two different actors. Oh, it was. I don't okay. remember who played the guy on that show. That, another show that nobody remembers, the Hughley's. The Hughley's? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which we'll call it uh, what's her name uh, Elise Neal here mm-hmm. Elise yeah. Neal had a nice little you know that she was on um, Bobby is my son what's the name of that show oh. <laughs> all of us, all of us. <laughs> Lisa Ray and Dwayne Martin and shit it's loosely based on Will and Jada Smith <laughs> that's the show I would watch Entanglement like let's make that a show Entanglement let's cast let's bring um Bring what's the name of Elise Neal back with a young guy? Let's go, man. Yeah. <laughs> Put the show back. Do it over again. Entanglement. Do a reboot of um of all of us, but just call it Entanglement. Bring Entanglement. the same characters back and say, yeah. Lisa Ray, all of them should be on the show again. <laughs> Dwayne Mar says Entanglement. <laughs> Entanglement? What August? Entanglement. I know the Entanglement they should have. They should have Kofi because he could be Entanglements. <laughs> I'm like younger though and shit, yeah. He's only like twenty four, Kofi. He's twenty-four. On the whole was August, so he probably was about that age one day. Yeah. Kofi's like twenty four, yeah. August seems like younger than that. <laughs> like Kofi seems older than he's August. Older, but he's young. He's like twenty four. He's very young. Want somebody that's like a baby face and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's who I would cast. <laughs> You're like little Bow Wow did like 10 years ago looking like that, basically. Looking like Chris Brown when he made it. Um, yo, excuse me, miss. Looks like, looks like that. Like, yeah. Give me, give me, give me. Looking like that. I'm running Chris Brown, damn it. That's normal. <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up. We've gone long and shit. Yeah. Oh, all, all of us are in it. <laughs> Nah, well, nah, we gonna nah, we gonna end it with this and shit like a show that um nobody remembers. This one's gonna end it. Who in the hell left the gate open? Shout <laughs> Martin Chapman, Michael Collier, and fucking Rachel. Don't I don't remember the name of that show. I know it lasted like a season. Michael Collier quit like halfway through it and shit. Uh, Flex showed up. Flex was one of the guest hosts they had on the Who in the Hell Left the Game. Flex, game. Flex, Flex. And fuck, another show Flex killed. Flex killed a lot of shows. Like I said before, hey. for a flat app, he killed a lot of shows. And let's not forget he did the Michael Jackson movie. <laughs> the worst biopic of all time. Never forget he did the Michael Jackson movie. Mike, that's up there. Like it, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's wrap it up on Flex. <laughs> Flex. Damn podcast. We're going to wrap this damn thing up. You like what we're doing with the rambling and silly shit like this? <laughs> <laughs> if you like more of this, let us know by hitting us on our Facebook fan page. Yes. Right there. 
Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your podcast platforms. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Also, you can follow me at OzManTheWizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And under construction right now, OzRadio.net, the bomb. Hey, you can check me out, msima 8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-8-G-L-O-E-Y-1 on Twitter, mm-hmm. S-E-R-8-G-L-O-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>